Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Bob Fibbs, The Retail Doc. Today, I'm talking retail theft. Oh, my. Hey, I'm glad you joined me on this special day. By the way, I'm going to be doing uh, my live question answers on this Sunday since the first Sunday of October. So get ready for your questions for that. But today, I wanted to get on because uh, in the news was Target is closing nine uh, stores, uh, some in Portland, some in San Francisco, and one in New York City. And uh, it's making all the news because, again, it's retail organized retail crime. It's lax laws. That's the problem. And I get it. Retail crime is definitely up. There's no two ways. We see it certainly in jewelry and malls, shocking images that we haven't seen before. And I think major retailers are looking at that and closing because, quite simply, they haven't been able to manage it. But I'm here to tell you that one of the things that is being left out of this equation that I am surfacing today to all of you is the simple fact that maybe, just maybe, it's due to what those retailers have done to themselves. What do I mean by that? If you go into most any store now, most employees have got some kind of a headphone, head jack, whether they're talking to each other, they're talking to warehouse or customers directly, they're distracted. The brain can't do two things at once. That's called Swiss listening. It kind of gets a little bit of all of it, but it can't do all of it at once. We've gone through and we've said online fulfillment is most important. So their heads are down and they're looking at some kind of a device doing something. Might be their personal device, but more often than not, it's going to be something to do with the store because we have said it's more important that you fulfill that order within 24 hours so that we get our, you know, our five-star rating on Amazon or whatever it's going to be. And the customer can wait. And the challenge with that is that on uh, top of all of this, we've come out of pandemic we have less people on the floor, so there are less eyes, and those eyes that are there are distracted. Or, let's face it, they don't have the soft skills to be able to engage anyone, so they're kind of waiting for someone to talk to them, and that doesn't build sales. So then that just says, well, we don't need as many people on the floor, et cetera. Um, I, I uh, ranted about this a while ago, but one of my favorite restaurants in New York put on social media, um, everybody's dealing with less employees, um, we're the same, please be patient, we're trying our best. And um, that's fine, makes you feel better. But the reality is if I'm going to go out to your restaurant and give you $100, let's say, for an evening out, I don't care about that. I accept, give, expect you to give me an exceptional experience. Just like if I go into your retail store, I expect an exceptional experience where you make me feel I matter. But if you think it's all on somebody else, I think you're in trouble. And you add into that that we've hired these young people who – have never seen customer service and been held accountable or anything else to do with modern retailing. And we haven't given them the tools to do it or any training. And we say, oh, we'll just go do it, shadow someone. Look, the problem is folks, these are gamers. These are people who grew up on the Food Network where it was a quarter of a teaspoon of um, uh, cilantro that went in at four minutes and 30 seconds into the recipe to make it perfect. They wanna get the game, they wanna win. How many of you have told your crew exactly what success looks like? What the average check should look like, the number of items, what the goal is. You know, if I'm a shoe store, you know what the number one goal is in a shoe store? Anybody? You know what the number one goal in a shoe store is? I want to see their socked foot. That's all it is. Because once I get that shoe off, I can sell you. But until I build enough trust, I'm not going to be able to be able to do anything. What do you think it is in the apparel store? Yeah, get you half naked in a fitting room. That's right. Because if you, I get you back in that fitting room, you're mine. I can just show you other things. I'm more than likely, if I can get you to try it on, you'll take it. And 70% of people who try on the merchandise keep it. Actually, I think it's higher than that. Whereas returns in online sales are something like 50% in apparel. 
What is it in apparel? Uh, excuse me. What is it in electronics? Get them to hold it. Get them to feel it. What is it in furniture? Goal is to get you to sit your butt down in it. Every thing you sell in a retail store, there is one goal before you sell it. If you can't build enough rapport for that customer to feel confident enough and relaxed enough to do what you want, take off the, the um, shoe, sit down in the lounge chair, whatever it's going to be, you're never going to make that sale. But when we cut so many people down on the sales floor and we don't train them, that is a hurricane coming at a brick and mortar store because it simply can't survive that way. Customers are going to walk out. Oh, and by the way, you can't do what CVS has done, which I think is locked up every damn thing in their uh, aisles. Uh, and I have to wait for somebody with the magic uh, scrunchy key holder to unlock the sacred deodorant case for me. And I get they've got to do it that way. But when you look at how many people are on the floor these days, there's not many. And I would say then cut down and be only open four hours a day if you can only fully staff it for four hours or only open for five days or whatever it's going to be. But you can't you can't continue to say that theft is up and sales are down and we can't attract people when you look at it and you say, well, I've invited people to a party that's just not that great. So today, I want you to just be thinking about that. What excuses are you making in your store? What excuses are you seeing other retailers making? And then maybe you want to share this video with some of your friends and start talking about what you can do better because retail is not going to get easier. And we've made it through the pandemic. Now we just have to make through our own inertia of being comfortable to not change. I'm Bob Fibbs, The Retail Doc. Join me on this Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern time when I do my live uh, Q&A.